You're Within the Norms, the blog that explores boundaries of medical science and law. Bye. Norman J. Clement RPH, DDS, Norman L. Clement Farm Tech, Malachi F. McCandle Farm D, in the spirit of Walter R. Clement B.S., Ms., M.B.A., Belinda Brown Parker, in the spirit of Joseph Salvo Esquire Incorporated. T. Spirit of Rev. C.T. Vivian, Jelani Zimbabwe Clement, B.S., M.B.A., in the spirit of the Han. Patrice Lumumba, in the spirit of Erlen Clement S.R., Walter F. Ren 3, M.D., Julie Killingworth, Leslie Pompey M.D., Clinton Battle Jr., Christopher Russo, M.D., Nancy Seafelt, Willie Gignard B.S., Joseph Webster M.D., M.B.A., Beverly C. Prince M.D., Fax, Neil Arnand, M.D., Richard Call, M.D., Leroy Baylor, J.K. Joshi M.D., M.B.A., Adrienne Edmondson, Esther Hyatt Ph.D., Walter L. Smith B.S., in the spirit of Brom Fisher Esquire, Michelle Alexander M.D., Kudjo Wilding B.S., Martin Njoku, B.S., R.P.H., in the spirit of Deborah Lynn Shepard, Barris E. Muchet, Strategic Advisors. Listen to the case of Clinton Battle, M.D. A case where a federal judge, Mark Pittman, appointed by Donald Trump's in Texas used a time stopwatch to determine guilt of innocence of a black physician because his mother-in-law was in town and he had other things to do. Clinton Battle's M.D., is in federal prison 12 years and the community is left without a doctor, his son Clinton Jr., tells the story. Number 22 to 10,336. In the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. United States of America, Plaintiff Appellee. V. Clinton Battle, Defendant Appellant. On appeal from the United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas. Fort Worth Division. Brief of Appellant. Ronald W. Chapman, 2 Chapman Law Group. 1441 West Long Lake Road, Suite 310 Troy, Michigan 48098. T. 248-644-6326. F. 248-644-6321 R. W. Chapman at Chapman. Law. Group.com. Counsel for Defendant, Appellant Clinton Battle, M.D. From the brief. Judge Pittman's observations at the pretrial conference confirmed that while he took inventory of his commitments and schedule in crafting his time limitations, he failed to consider the case at hand and how long it would take for Dr. Battle to receive a fair trial that accords with his due. Process under the U.S. Constitution. See ROA.800. Judge Pittman stating. Okay. I have, perhaps, some bad news, but it's news we're going to have to live with, and, Mr. Weybrecht, you may have to make a Hobson's choice. But after much deliberation and discussion and trying to balance my schedule, the court schedule with other matters that I have going, including a vacation and a big injunction hearing involving the Biden administration in the state of Texas, I've come to the conclusion that this matter needs to be tried in 25 hours. And I intend to give the government 15 hours to put on its case, and I intend to give the defendants 10 hours. And I know, Mr. Weybrecht, you're thinking there's no way possible that I can put on my case in 25 hours. Let me roll this out. I would highly, highly consider a request by the government to settle. To settle, I've had my mother-in-law in town for a week. Statement of the Issues Issue 1, whether the district court improperly admitted Mr. Blanchard's out-of-court statement as a statement made by a co-conspirator in furtherance of a conspiracy under Fed. R. Evid. Rule 801-D, 2E, thereby adversely affecting the defendant's substantial rights. Issue 2, 
whether there was a variance between the conspiracy alleged in the government's indictment and the evidence presented at trial thereby adversely affecting the defendant's substantial rights. Issue 3, whether the defendant's constitutional rights to due process and equal protection were violated by the district court's rigid and unreasonable time restrictions at trial thereby adversely affecting the defendant's substantial rights. MJP edited updated brief for battle appeal, download. Clint Jr. The judge, Mark Pittman, used a stopwatch during the trial. He gave Dr. Battle's lawyers 10 hours and the prosecution lawyers 15 hours. The judge had plans and didn't want the trial to last more than a week. There were two young men sitting at a desk to the right side of the judge holding stopwatches. Judge Pittman allotted 30 minutes to both sides for closing arguments. By Federal Judge Jed S. Rakoff. Why Dr. Battle's stopwatch and justice conviction must be overturned. From JAMA. Matt Lampkin, J.D., M.A., University of Tulsa College of Law, 3120 East 4th Place, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74104, Matt Lampkin at utulsa.edu. Published online, October 3, 2022. DOI, 10.1001-JAMA.2022.18308. The purpose of the CSA's regulations governing prescribing is to prevent physicians from using their prescribing powers to engage in drug trafficking, for example, by effectively selling prescriptions to individuals who misuse drugs. However, some courts have allowed physicians to be convicted simply for writing prescriptions that did not conform to prevailing professional standards. Clinton Battle MD. Under this approach, even if a physician prescribed drugs in a good faith effort to promote a patient's well-being, the physician could be sentenced to prison if any of the prescriptions were outside the usual course of professional practice. In other words, although the court had previously held that the CSA only regulates medical practice insofar as it bars doctors from using their prescription writing powers as a means to engage in illicit drug dealing and trafficking, some courts have allowed physicians to be convicted under the Act for Mere Negligence, a lower legal standard that is much easier for prosecutors to satisfy. Three, Victim of injustice. Dr. Battle, our dad, was railroaded. Observing the notes that quote case law similar to our dad's case, these are the facts. Dr. Battle had zero patient overdose deaths and was a low prescriber of opioids. See notes. Donate legal defense. Or send. $10.15.20.25,50,75,175,500. Or more to cash app colon dollar doc norm. Zell, 3135103378. So, Donate to the Pharmacist for Healthcare Legal Defense Fund. For now, you are within. You are within the norms.com, Winton Marsalis Concerto for Trumpet and Two Oboes, 1984. The Norms. Low-Hanging Fruit. Scott Thomas, Tampa, Florida. Notes. Notes. The Case of Brian August M.D. As DOC members I thought you three be maybe interested in Case of Brian August, M.D. out of El Paso. He was indicted on fraud, pill mill and multiple overdoses and bodies back in 2021. His trial was supposed to kick off and I was following on Pacer. He got his case vacated it appears. See attached. He'd be good for any doc facing trial to see how he did it Ruan ruling perhaps? In case it helps here it is for your review. He may have been featured on the DOC website in the past I think he was if memory serves me right. Dennis. Neil is right. I'm not even on a drug case it was fraud and during a FOIA to get copy of my surrendered DEA certification after my license was revoked post-conviction saw on a peripheral document mention of Natus file on me. The feds often have DEA look into a doctor regardless if on a pill case or not to hope to find something to supersede. 
Also for those who have BC slash BS on case they will be all over Natus pointing to reports of BCBS working with feds. DEA fights tooth and nail keep Natus FOIA exempt and since 2010 can no longer hide behind exemptions or Vaughn index tactics. I recommend every doc, pre-post-judicial system involvement or regardless fraud or RX case ask for their Natus reports. Also Dr. Brian August yesterday had his case dismissed one week pre-trial. He's now free after two years facing 20 years they dropped indictment on 11th hour. El Paso TX. Linda had him featured on DOC. In the uber-conservative West Texas he won, maybe it was Ruan, Pacer does not say much. See attached. Any docs on pill cases or fraud, he had both with bodies needs find out what he did. Show underscore temp 11.46.09 am download. More notes. https colon slash slash law dot resource org slash pub slash us slash case slash reporter slash f3 slash 016 slash 16 dot f3 d dot 714.93 to 2405.93 to 2356.html the first natus record released by dea through foia edit in 2010 after a decision by the department of justice office of information policy oip and mediation by the national archives and records administration nara Office of Government Information Services, OGIS, DEA, in a change of policy, released for the first time an actual Natus record on an individual. This FOIA release, which was requested and litigated by an incarcerated researcher for records hence, this recent FOIA release by DEA may be employed as an exhibit in pretrial discovery requests for Natus records, or as an exhibit by other FOIA requesters seeking Natus records. Good chat yesterday amigo. And I'm here for any support since I've been through what you're going through and know the unfairness and sheer stress of a federal case. I spent my 14 months pretrial living like you and the 6.5 years fighting my case and learning the law. I even used my gi bill inside and got a second BS from Ohio Univ in legal studies slash paralegal and took the prison legal library job to have all resources I could muster. I'm starting life fresh and despite losing everything I can still say with pride I did not do what the feds claimed and won't admit to anything I did not do. I will if I did something wrong. In 2009 I ordered a lab test for friend didn't keep record etc. I took responsibility and got a reprimand from Texas and had do 8 hours online CME. I promptly admitted my fault and took ownership. The Fed case they got all wrong on me and the press releases 80% fiction that's why I never judge others in the system based off the ugly press releases I know they have to quarter rooted in truth at best most often. Don't give up I know even if 10 years from now I will always have option of having conviction vacated. I found this Natus case decision that in 2010 allows Natus release although they probably still fight you tooth and nail over releasing our Natus I'm sure. Keep fighting, I'm off federal parole in 14 months and looking into try and get a license in one of the states I was previously licensed before this 6, TXMD VALDC and Oz Osteopathic, only Oz Osteopathic will consider reinstating me without having admit full guilt to board under oath on record. Still that's not even a guarantee but possible. TX and the rest said without full-on record guilt admission and under oath not even bother trying. I won't go on record and under oath stating a lie that is untrue and also be used against me if I fight for my innocence of what I was charged. I'm trying break into IT and slowly try get license back the process very expensive and the OIGLIST exclusion of 20 years with 12 to go makes me near unemployable as a doctor. I'm gonna try get it in Oz. I'm a do in their due board the only board in 50 states told me admission of guilt not required to be considered. NJ I never had license there but called them and Tay said don't apply we will reject you until you get your Texas license reinstated so NJ can bite me I want to move back out west anyway.
Right now I got a glorified help desk job for $30 per hour in cyber security filed but my felony hurts me from a good career in cyber because I can't get a clearance. The first Natus record released by DEA through FOIA edit. In 2010, after a decision by the Department of Justice Office of Information Policy, OIP, and mediation by the National Archives and Records Administration, NARA, Office of Government Information Services, OGIS, DEA, in a change of policy, released for the first time an actual Natus record on an individual. This FOIA release, which was requested and litigated by an incarcerated researcher for records on an unrelated and deceased third party in an effort to characterize Natus, now permits any individual to obtain their Natus record, or that of any deceased third party, or any living third party, with a signed, original DOJ 361 release authorization. The DEA FOIA release demonstrates that Natus includes a remarks section, p. 7-10 of the FOIA release, id, which contains the date and file number of each DEA report on a subject, and which abstracts and summarizes the content of the complete report. Hence, this recent FOIA release by DEA may be employed as an exhibit in pretrial discovery requests for Natus records, or as an exhibit by other FOIA requesters seeking Natus records. Underscore.